Are you a woman, entrepreneur, business owner, or producer that is tired and weary from the grind of seeking success? What if I told you there's a better way to get what you desire, impact the kingdom of God, serve others, and build financial freedom, all from a place of rest? Welcome to the Faith-Based Podcast that helps usher you out of today's hustle culture and into restful business bliss. Rest, girl. Welcome to episode five of the Rest Girl Podcast. I am your host, Candace Jenkins, and today we are talking about anxiety. I have met so many women that are anxious. This is something that they deal with constantly on a daily basis, and I used to be one of them. Um, so today I'm just going to walk you through kind of my my story on anxiety, how I overcame anxiety, the steps that I took, things that were out of my control um, that had occurred in order to uh, heal me of my anxiety, and then also what the Word of God says about being anxious. So, okay, let's get this let's get this started with um, my personal experience. So I have been plagued with anxiety since I was a child. I have had chronic anxiety my entire life, and it wasn't until about three years ago um, that I got completely healed of anxiety. If you have anxiety and you deal with it on a daily basis, you know what it feels like to constantly be anxious, constantly be in a state of just overwhelm and um, it feels like you're rushed all the time. I, I don't even know how, it's, there's fear there, obviously. There's, it's just this ball of like things you don't want to deal with or feel every day and you do and you're not sure how to get out of it or how to unfeel this way. So um, I was actually attending a church at the time. I went to a church service where I had, I mean that morning, I, um, one of my sons was, was not feeling well. So my husband stayed home with him. And then I took my other son to church. And the reason that I went to church was because I was feeling anxiety and guilt about not going. I think we had missed like the day, the week before. And so I was like, no, we need to go. And it's like, we probably should have just stayed home, but, um, I'm, I'm glad that we didn't. And here's why. So we went, I went to the church service. I had high anxiety even going. And I had high anxiety dropping off my one son into um, uh, the Sunday school by himself without his twin brother. Um, and I just, I, I, had, I didn't like that. And so I walked into the regular service, um, the adult service. And, of, you know, I was alone because my husband, again, was at home with, with our other child. And I was riddled with anxiety, like to the point where I had walked back to my car to, you know, grab a jacket to like make an excuse to bring it to my son who was in Sunday school to check on him. Like I had so much anxiety and I was literally sitting in this church service, like counting the seconds. And I was like, I'm going to go get him and I'm just going to leave. I can't, I can't sit here. Like I, I can't sit here. And, um, the pastor started talking up front and he said, 
I feel like somebody in here, like, I feel like they have anxiety right now. And I was like, okay, he could be talking about anybody. <laughs> and um, he actually called somebody up on the stage and um, he was talking about somebody specific. But in the service, he, as he was praying over her um, to release her and pray over her of this anxiety that she had been experiencing, he asked everybody else who has, you know, who may have anxiety to also receive this, you know, raise their hands and receive this prayer. And so out of faith, I did, I have gone through many prayer services before where, you know, a pastor was praying and you believe, you know, you have faith and you believe for this healing or you have faith and you believe that, you know, God's going to answer your prayer and nothing happens, right? Um, that's happened to me many times. I had faith though that I, I always come back with faith, I feel like, and I had faith that God was going to finally take away my anxiety. And as I was sitting in that church service, my anxiety was gone and it was replaced with this peace I don't think I had ever felt. And uh, I suddenly just felt like immense, like peace only Jesus could bring. I can't, there's no other way to explain it. Um, if you've experienced it, then you know what I'm talking about. It's not peace of the world. It's not peace of like, oh, I've controlled everything and everything's going my way. Uh, it's not that kind. It's not a worldly peace. It is a Jesus peace. And it was amazing. And I was, I was fully expecting like this to end. Like I was expecting like, uh, you know, I'm going to get over this. Like, this is just going to be like during the service or maybe this day I'm going to experience this peace, but my anxiety is going to come back in full force tomorrow. And it didn't. And I'm not saying I've never had anxiety since then, but I rarely have anxiety. And from, I'm talking about being a person who had anxiety every single day of their life about one situation or the other that they could not control, that they were had this sense of like anxiety and urgency about um, every single day having that anxiety, like constantly feeling like the sky is going to fall and I don't know how I'm going to control it, uh, to somebody who has almost zero anxiety every day and just peace and like trust in the Lord. It is a freeing experience. And if you have not experienced this, I pray that you do. And we will say a prayer at the end of this podcast, but that, that I can't even tell you how freeing it is. So I pray that everybody has this. And part of this, you know, healing journey that I went on. So God healed me in that service. Um, it is the first time that I can actually say that I can see the manifestation, the uh, tangible, uh, for me it's tangible because I experience it every day, uh, of a healing of God that only God really could have done. And part of that, though, is nurturing that healing, right? So to me, it's kind of like the equivalent of if I go and get, um, you know, God healed me of sickness, let's say, you know, let's say I had a, a, a sickness um, and God heals me of it. And then I, um, can, th- then I continue to eat poorly and I get sick again. 
and uh, because I'm, you know, eating a bunch of sugar, eating a bunch of stuff, and it's causing my immune system to drop, and I and I just I get sick again, and now I'm back in the same spot, right? And then I'm wondering why that healing didn't stick. So I feel like there is a two-part to a healing process sometimes, and I don't think that's really talked about, um, and I don't think people, you know, think that that's that that's even a thing. But for me, it is, and that is like. God healed me of anxiety, but does that mean I'm never going to be anxious about any single thing again? No. What I chose to do as to take care of that healing that God allowed me to have and experience was to continue the process of healing and taking that second step. And for me, that looked like hiring a trauma coach which some of you have heard me talk about in the first podcast. Uh, Courtney, she's amazing. She is a Christian trauma coach. And so she um, helps you go back and helps you identify where you're at in your nervous system and kind of go back to that spot, that root cause of why you are in a different state in your nervous system. So why, why you're constantly experiencing anxiety, for instance, why you're constantly reacting the way that you're reacting. And you don't really know why, but there's this core wound there that you've never healed, you've never gone back to, you've never um, resolved. And and she helps walk you through that through her masterclass. She has a masterclass and I also did one-on-one um, sessions with her. And it was like a year process, guys, of me doing this. So it wasn't anything quick, but I knew when God healed me of that anxiety, I knew I wanted to continue. I knew I wanted to never go back to that state. And I knew that I couldn't, you know, I needed some help. I knew that I needed, okay, God got me here. I'm going to be faithful to his healing. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that I um, help maintain this healing, right? Like I'm, I'm not going to go, you know, if God cured me of lung cancer, I'm not going to go smoke a pack of cigarettes the next day. So it, to me, it's like that, like I am going to be, I'm going to be careful with this and I'm going to make sure that I respect what God did for me. And so for me, that looked like, okay, let's identify some of this root cause so that when a reaction comes back up again, when I am triggered again in, into anxiety, um, into a situation I cannot control, which happens all of the time, uh, is this anxiety going to come back? How do I deal with this? So um, I went on that journey and hired that trauma coach and it was, um, you know, it was amazing. And it was just, it was that second step that I needed um, to help process everything. So I encourage you, if you have anxiety, like first off, um, the Bible, let's go into what the word says about, about being anxious. So, um, I'm just going to dive right in Philippians four, six through seven, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and in peace of God, or excuse me, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I'm sure a lot of you, if you've grown up in the church, you've heard that verse. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and 
some other um, versions read by prayer and petition. This one says by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So basically that first um, verse there is saying, don't be anxious. Instead, pray and be grateful and let God know your requests. Sometimes right? Like if you ever have a a problem and you go and you talk it out with a friend, you feel better afterwards. And there's a reason why you feel better because you got to kind of voice what the issue was and you got to maybe problem solve it with, with, um, a third party. And it just, it, it helps process, right? And so this is the way that we are supposed to process anxiety. We, anytime we feel anxious, we're supposed to stop and we're supposed to pray, and we're supposed to be grateful, and we're supposed to go to God and ask him, you know, give him our requests. What's what's on our heart? Why are we anxious? What are we feeling? Like, what is this? And first, I think, too, it will, it's very helpful to, you know, know what that root or that core wound is. And if you can't do that on your own, you can't identify it on your own, you don't exactly know what that is, then it is helpful to hire somebody like a Courtney, right, Um, who is trained and can come alongside you and help you figure that out. Um, But that's, you know, that that verse, I think, says it all, right? And then we go on to the second, um, verse 7, and it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding... So God's peace, this is the peace I'm talking about. This is the peace that I, I experience. It surpasses all understanding. It's not worldly. It's, there's no reason I should have peace right now. I feel like I'm in a war zone, right? But, but this God's peace, you, if you experience it, it, is, it, it doesn't speak to the circumstances that you're in. You may be in a tough situation. You may be in a bad season, right? And you should, there's no way you should have peace. But good news, God's peace surpasses your circumstances, right? And it will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So this is the second step that I'm talking about, the um, taking care of that healing, right? You're guarding you, you continue on to guard your hearts and your minds uh, by experiencing the peace of God that surpasses all understanding that will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And basically what that says to me is that you need to stay in a, in a state as much as you can in a state of peace that only God can give you. And how do you do that? You have to stay close to God. You have to be super self-aware and identify really what those core traumas and wounds are that are causing your anxiety in the first place. God can help reveal those to you a lot of times. And a lot of times he can help connect you to somebody like he did for me that can help you reveal those things. (laughs) So, um, you know, he made us to work together as a body of Christ with different talents and different, um, different authorities. And, and some people, you know, can help you are trained in a different area and can help you move through wherever you might be stuck in. 
So, um, Philippians four, six through seven, excellent, excellent verse. And I love breaking it down like that. Um, the second verse I wanted to go over is Matthew six, 25 through 34. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. I'm going to stop right there. I used to read this and be like, okay, (laughs) do not be anxious about your life. Like wishful thinking. I mean, don't you think that God put this in the Bible because he knows us so well, right? He knows that you are going to lean towards anxiety and fear. Your flesh is going to lean towards that. Your flesh is going to panic. It's going to put you as my, you know, my trauma coach, Courtney, would say in like this um, fight or flight mode. And, you know, she gives this a great analogy that's on her um, Instagram page. Uh, She gives, she's done several videos about this, about um, like if you're being chased by a tiger and you're in the stressful state, um, constantly, like your body is turned on to, I need to survive. And that's similar to how your body is in the nervous state when in the, in your nervous system, when you are in that sympathetic, uh, nervous system. And what that does is it puts you in this kind of constant state of stress. Therefore you can't really address kind of like the root cause of what you may be going through because you're constantly trying to survive. You're being chased by a tiger. You don't care about anything else, right? And and that's that may be what it feels like for some of you. Like your anxiety might be that bad where you are constantly in that state of, I, I'm just trying to make it. I'm just trying to survive. So I used to read this and be like, that sounds great, but not possible, right? I don't, I don't know how to experience that. I never have. Um, so there is hope just if you are in a state of anxiety or anxious all the time, there is hope. There's hope in Jesus. I have to tell you there is, and I know it might not seem like there is, and I know you might seem like it might seem like you don't know how you're ever going to not feel this way, but if you do the work, if you address the root causes, if you spend more time with Jesus, if you give your cares over to him and lay them at his feet, he will deliver. So, okay, continue. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They never sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. That is, I mean, just even that verse. And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? 
I mean, if we think about this, I mean, we know that being anxious is, is a time waster. If you own a business or you are, a, you know, in a high, um, high profile career or a uh, career that is go, 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 you know, right, that you need every second of the day to, <laughs> to do the things that you need to do and get the things that you need to get done. Um, and you know that being anxious and worrying about things, I mean, we know this logically, right? That by being anxious and worrying about things isn't going to fix the problem, nor is it going to add more time to our life. So I just love like the simplicity of that verse of like, which of you by being anxious can add a single hour to your life? Like, why are you being anxious? It's not doing you any good, right? All you have to do is give it over to God. And it sounds easier said than done. And maybe you're like me where I was like, I've given it over to God. Like I always do, or I try to every day and I still feel this way. Um, I would say that the key component missing for me, well, number one, I mean, Jesus totally healed me in that church service. But number two, the, you know, the continued work of making sure that I address those core wounds that, you know, that was a game changer, you know, that, that helped me understand why I was reacting the way that I was reacting. And then it, it led me to when I, I was triggered again, when I was triggered with that anxiety, when I was triggered with, with whatever I was triggered with, then I knew how to handle it. I knew what state, like I knew how to label it. And sometimes it just helps to label, right? Like, if you are constantly sick and you cannot figure out why you're sick and you you don't know why, and then, you know, the doctors don't really know why, but then finally you go to that one physician or that one, um, you know, practitioner that's like does the right test and they're like, oh, you have this. And if you put that, you know, label on it, then it's almost like you're like, I know how to handle this now, right? It's like, it's still not good. You don't want to be sick or you don't want to be ill or you don't want to be whatever, but you, now you know how to, the steps to take to, um, resolve it. Right. So that, that's the point I'm trying to make. Sometimes you need to know the steps to take, but first, in order to know the steps to take, you have to know what you're dealing with. You have to label it. So, um, those those are are the two verses that I think, you know, those are the two verses I really just wanted to go over. And um, there's so many others about anxiety. I mean, if you just even do like a search on the internet, um, there is a ton of scripture verses about anxiety, spirit of fear. Um, and, you know, the, it really all stems down to two, like you trying to control something that you can't control, you looking too much to the future, um, when we don't know what the future is. I do that a lot. Like, I, I like to look, and that was part of my problem. Like, I, I like to look ahead and, like, know exactly what's happening. And finally, God, like, just told me, like, why do you need to know? It's just like, I needed to know. And that was, that was something that was causing anxiety for me. I needed to know what was going to happen. It was this thing of control. And it's funny because it's like no one could tell me what was going to happen. No one knew more than I knew. Um, you can plan for it. 
you can kind of, you know, um, estimate you, but even in, in the word, it says like, you know, <laughs> you can plan your steps, but God is ultimately the one in control. So it's, it, it's, it's this like catch 22, you know, it's this, it's this, um, it's really actually quite horrible. So <laughs> don't, you know, don't think too much about the future. Yes. You want to be smart. You want to plan for things. Um, you know, I am an insurance advisor, so I will always be an advocate for planning for things, but then let it go. Like, let it like plan for what you can plan for, um, prepare with what you've been given and then move on. And, um, you know, don't look to what everybody else is doing or accomplishing in their business and thinking, I'm not there yet. Well, because it's not for you. Like they're doing their thing and you, you're doing what God has for you to do. And so that can be a form of anxiety as well. Like don't be so caught up in looking at the success uh, or, or even the downfall of other businesses um, or other people in their careers when you want to be where they want to be and you don't understand why and, and maybe you're trying to do the same strategy that they're doing, but that strategy might not work for you. So I just, everything, everything, if I can say anything, everything has boiled down um, these past few years where God has just been teaching, um, teaching me because I've just been willing to learn and I, I, I want to learn um, and I want to get closer to him. And he's really just been teaching me like, lay everything down at his feet and he will provide he like go with the flow he is going to lead you in the direction as long as you're willing as long as you're open as long as you have your heart you know laid before him and truly asking god to lead you where he wants you to go and truly believing that he is going to provide for you that was a big one for me i did not believe that um, I said it, but I didn't believe it because my actions spoke otherwise. So you have to, tr- you can't have one hand grasping on something and s- s- grasping on your business or grasping on uh, your income or whatever you find your security in. You can't have one hand grasping that and then the other hand, you know, open, laying it, laying it down at God's feet saying, oh, please take control of this. You know, I, I trust you because you don't. So it's just, it's making sure that you really do. And um, again, I can't say this enough, like figure out the root, like the root cause. Your symptoms are, are telling you something. They're not, the, they're not the root, right? Your symptoms tell you. Same thing when you get sick. Your symptoms, your body has symptoms and it tells you what could be the problem, but there's a root disease, there's an underlying illness, right? That's causing those symptoms. So, um, I hope this was helpful. I am super pumped up about this topic because it is one that I have dealt with, um, personally, and I know it very well. And I know if you have anxiety, what you're going through, I've, I had it since I was three years old. Like I can remember it that, that far back. And so some of you may be just like me where you had that or you have that. And I just want to pray over you. Um, 
Lord, we thank you. We we thank you for bringing us together, Father, for giving us a platform to speak on, to speak into other other people's lives, other women's lives, Father God. Um, as we run businesses, as we um, are in our careers, Lord God, let us not lean on our own understanding, Lord, but let us lean on you and your word of truth, Father God. Lord, let us lay down our anxious thoughts, our anxiety, Lord God. Let us lay that. We lay that at your feet, Father, and we just... We give that to you. We know we don't have control over everything, God. And so we just ask that you, Lord God, would control our circumstances. You ultimately have control over everything that happens, Lord God. And so we pray that we would have um, recognition of that, Lord God. We would recognize that uh, and we would believe that you truly are the one in control. And then we would trust you to be in control, Father. We would have faith that you will provide for us and our family, that you will flourish our business, Lord God, that you will connect us with the clients and the people that we are meant to serve and be connected with, Father. And we just ask, God, that you would move in our lives. Lord, I pray that if anybody has anxiety that's listening to this, Lord God, that you would heal them of anxiety. Father, we ask that you would heal them completely and that they would have the peace from the Prince of Peace, from your son, Jesus. They would have that supernatural peace, Father God, that only comes from you. And we just pray blessings and provision and protection. Mm -hmm.